Moochow. The ghetto. Maddo. Hey guys, welcome back to the Sassy and Safe podcast with your three favorite girls, Teresa, Kosi, and Esther. Three women, different walks of life with one goal, please God. Bringing you conversations where kingdom meets culture. Are they ready? They're not ready. Welcome back to the Sassy and Safe podcast. Sassy and Safe. Hey, Sassy and Safe. Hey, Sassy and Safe. Hey, Sassy and Safe. Sassy and Safe. Hey, 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 Sassy and yeah, well, it's vulnerable. <laughs> but um, today we wanted to talk about friendships, but more specifically adult friendship, because obviously we all adult. Mm-hmm. And it's just hard in these streets to be making friends. Yeah. It's hard, you know, so I just, I, I feel like my, my, co, my co-hosts here mm-hmm. have better um, relationships than I do. So I want help. <laughs> <laughs> help me. Help me. SOS. <laughs> I wanted to go shopping the other day. I had nobody to call. So uh, that's what I knew was a problem. <laughs> Why didn't you call us? I don't know if y'all know, Teresa actually works um, 26 hours a day. <laughs> so, you know, if you, if you te- it, she's literally texting right now. She, she's literally doing ministry as she's doing ministry. Like, literally. Uh, it's, and it's, I think Esther, Esther is, she's a normal human being. She works nine to five. So yeah. people are busy. And, uh, yeah, like, I don't know. I, I was just like, man, I just want to just go and shop and eat food. Like, who do I call? And right. I realized, man, I need more friends. Like, my friends are not in the city. Like, my mm. close friends. Let me say that. Yeah. My close friends are not in the city. So, I wanted to talk to you guys um, because, Esther, I think you have a lot of friends. I mm-hmm. don't have Don't friends. let them hear you. Don't let the friends hear you. The friends are going to say. Am I your friend? Wait a second. I what thought you said on the podcast. Am I your friend? friend? I heard you don't have a lot of friends. Oh, that, used to, that used to be me. I, 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 I have four friends. <laughs> you guys, that was, that was very awful. Uh-huh. But you, T, I think you have a good amount of friends, but right. you're selective. And I want to know how you can even have amount to be selecting from because <laughs> I don't have a choice. Yeah. Talking of selection, yeah. right? So I'm curious. I think a lot of people have that question when it comes to me <laughs> because it appears why? I have why? a lot of friends. Why or why? But in reality, I think okay. First off, I think. You as an individual need to know what you consider a friend. Because the same thing like we said with Esther. There's probably people that she just says she don't have a lot of friends. But we all think she have a lot of friends. So that means somebody thinking that they're friends and somebody and there's a mismatch. There's a monologue going on. I I think you need to understand what you consider a friend and what you need in a friend. And that comes from knowing yourself because everything comes from knowing yourself. There we go. First of all. um, So it, it first comes boils down to what you consider a friend. For me, what I consider a friend, which is basically biblical, is iron sharpening iron. So whenever I call somebody a friend, it's I'm not it's not a relationship where you looked up to me as a minister or I'm pouring into you constantly. It's not a relationship where you're pouring into me constantly. It's a relationship where we are sharpening iron. So it's reciprocal. Uh-huh. 
it's not there's sometimes I find there's some relationships where it's one sided mm-hmm. it's either I'm doing more I have to offer I have a lot to offer you but you really don't have a lot and it sounds bad but mm-hmm. I have a lot to offer you but you have nothing to offer me I can't come to you with my problems I can't do life with you I'm helping you do your life but you're not helping me do mine and that means that that we're not friends I'm your mentor sorry to say <laughs> sorry to say and nobody likes to throw out titles because it looks prideful and it seems like but let's call a spade a spade if you're reaching out to me all the time when you need help and I can't go to you for anything then we're not friends I'm your mentor the other way around too if I'm reaching out to you all the time for help or for advice or whatever I'm your mentee but when it comes to friends it's a reciprocated relationship it's almost like a romantic I don't know I always end up at romantic but like it's almost like a romantic it's almost it's almost like a romantic relationship as in I serve you and you serve me we serve each other in some way so that is the number one thing that I look for in a friend how do we serve each other how can I sharpen you as you sharpen me that's number one from that I'm also able to categorize the different ways of sharpening like I have friends that are not saved surprise (laughs) I have friends that are not like are unbelievers I have friends that are believers but they're not as serious and as deep as me and then I have like those bible (laughs) friends as well because it's not every day that I'm doing like some days I just need to just chill and I need like to just know what's going on in the world and I just want to take a break from and not like take a break from Christianity but but, like uh, like, you know what I mean like yeah I just want to be a human being and I want to talk to people that are not in the same bubble or culture as me because then we become one minded and that's how you lose sight of everything everything, right so I, I have different categories for different friends as well so it may appear as if I have a lot of friends, but in reality, in my mind, there's not a lot of that. <laughs> With that being said, because of my quote-unquote position, because it's not like super high position, but like because of my quote-unquote position, a lot of people want access and not friendship. They want access because, oh, this person may pop. Let me see. Um, let me have them in my corner so that if they pop it's like oh that's my girl but like they don't actually care or they want access to what you have access to because you have access to a certain individual or a certain thing or a certain crew or a certain level or whatever they want access to that and so they'll rub shoulders so it looks like oh I'm with you so I'm a partaker or I'm a beneficiary but it's not actually friendship because it is because when I look at when I look at a friendship it's the same way I look at a romantic relationship as opposed to like if today my purpose is stripped from me if I god forbid something happens and I can never preach another sermon I can never I don't know I you can't talk you I can't, can't talk I can't walk and my purpose is stripped from me are yeah. we still friends yeah. Yeah. and if the answer is no then you're not my friend Basically. because you don't know me yeah. and all I all you want from me is the access to my purpose yeah. if god forbid and I was telling a guy this the other day a guy. I was telling a guy this the other day, say something happens traumatic, super, and I decide, you know what, I don't want to walk with God anymore. I'm walking away from the faith. Then what? Uh What happens? Uh And he was like, I will nurse you back to health. And I was like, oh, okay, well, it's prosthetic because, you know, <laughs> you know I don't trust these men. It's prosthetic. <laughs> it's prosthetic because I don't trust these men. But well, I know you just know what to say, but okay. But um, 
like those yeah, are the type of people that you want around you because yeah. when you're up or when you're down they care about you yeah. and he said he would nurse me back to health because he knows that not because oh you need to be a minister or because you need to fulfill purpose uh-huh. but because you need God we all need God uh-huh. and if you're at the point where you're walking away from God and and what stuck yeah, out to me yeah. was the fact that he said I would nurse you back to health to nurse you back to God not to being a minister not to your yeah. position not for the people that are waiting on you mm-hmm. people be like oh so many people are attached to your purpose and your destiny not for mm-hmm. all of that but just for the fact that you will have salvation mm-hmm. that means you care about me yeah. <laughs> not about what I'm doing yeah. and that's the difference so yeah I don't have a lot of friends it's an illusion mm-hmm. <laughs> illusion that's too baby. I think like for me too. Okay, well not for me too actually. Let me not lie. I think I personally always say I don't have a lot of friends. Like I can count my friends on like one hand. I feel like what I'm realizing as we are actually having these conversations, I never thought about it. I never thought of myself as somebody has friends. Like mm-hmm. what are you saying? But I feel like people just are intrigued by me. So I feel like they just approach me because they're trying to figure mm. out like who's this girl, like what is she about? Like, you know? Just trying to like maybe fish for information, like what are you about? Like, oh you seem this way, I wanna Exactly. And I don't feel and I, I recognize that. So if you come around me with that I'm just kinda like I'm nice. I'm like, hey girl, yeah, you look nice, whatever. But like that's it's just gonna stop there. Like we're not gonna go You can away. tell from the jump? I can tell. No, because like I believe that some things are just not forced. Like for example, um one of my I guess closest friends, um, shout out to you. Um, yeah, one of my closest friends, like it just happened. Like honestly, I used to see her like at church all the time and like we didn't really vibe. Like yeah. I mean I would see her but like yeah. whatever. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hi, how are you? Like, look nice, okay, whatever. And then just this one time we were at a birthday party and we happened to be sitting together and we just had one conversation and mm-hmm. it just went from there, right? Mm-hmm. So I just feel like you know when it's like purpose. I believe mm-hmm. I believe in like assigning purpose to my relationships. Right. I believe in understanding the why of my relationships. Like I can't treat somebody who's supposed to be my mentor as my friend. Yeah. I can't also treat somebody who's my friend as I don't know, like my leader. Like yeah. I have to like understand why am I connected to this person. So right. this is really important for me. So if you come around me and you want to be smelly and ask me questions, I'll just be like, hey, right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice, but it's just gonna stop there. Yeah. And I feel like that's why a lot of times people don't understand my relationships, like the friendships that I have with certain people. It's because you don't like I know why I'm connected yeah. to Teresa, yeah. so, like, for example. Yeah. But like you don't know, you think that we just sit at church and anyway. Oh, yeah. Talk yeah, about so, y'all. You know what I mean? And talk so about y'all. Like, no, but we don't. We because yeah, we don't we, gossip. Lol. You know, we know what goes down. I know and. Like she was saying, it's also about like being around people. Listen, I, I'm quiet. I just want to be able to come to your house and sit, and I don't have to talk so much. Right? Do you understand my silence? Like, are you comfortable with mm-hmm. that? Like, it's just like those little things. So yeah, I just yeah. smell them. You gotta smell them from a mile away, you know? I saw your tweet. You posted something about somebody was mad at you because you didn't want to give them proximity to yourself. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> How Somebody you know that there's not they don't want your friendship. They don't because every time they come around, they're asking me about a public prophecy that I received, oh, no. or they're asking me something stupid like, "Oh, how's this going? How's this going? How's that going? Or oh, when are you getting married? Am I invited? How's the wedding? How are things oh, going? Like no. stupid things like that." And it's just like, "How am I? Oh yeah. How's my mental health? Yeah. Am I drowning in life right now?" Yeah. Am I overwhelmed? Yeah. I have a cold. Did you notice? Did you know? Like, 
all, all you're coming to ask me is about information that you know when you're fishing for information that you're not. Yeah. And then when I don't talk to you, you feel type of way. Why? Because you don't have access. That goes back to access. Yeah. Yeah. People just want access. So, um, the friends that you do have, yeah. you, T, they know, you're, they know that they're your friend. They know. Okay. I feel like, I, wait, I had a question I was going to ask. I forgot. Do they know, though? They know. <laughs> they know. I think people know when they're not my friend. Is there anybody that you want to be friends with that they said, yeah, no? <laughs> no. You just popping like that? No, but I I I never want to be friends with yeah, anybody. That's, that's oh. the problem. I never want to be friends with anyone. It just sort that's of happens. Problematic yeah. Myself, so let's break that down. Please. So, because I just enjoy. <laughs> it goes back to um, just like what we talked about in the toxic episode. It's just like honestly, I just don't have the time. I rather do life myself, oh my self sufficient. <laughs> I don't like. I don't want to depend on you you're gonna disappoint anyway so bye you get very have you had we 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 have an interesting relationship um Mm -hmm. so we we were we met four three four years ago at this point who knows at this point who knows and we like hit it off it was disgusting it was literally the first day the literally this like I met you like hey hi okay cool and hi, that's hi. another thing actually sorry to interrupt no. another thing that also um, lets me know being obviously spiritual people another thing lets me know when a relationship is divine yeah. because it's hard for me to make like yeah it's hard for me to make friends it's hard for me to open up to people it's hard for me to connect with people mm. so when I connect with you instantly then I know it's divine know, because yeah. it's already difficult yeah, yeah. so why is it working with you and not everybody else you know what I mean uh-huh. so that's when I know that that's like one of the biggest indicators for uh-huh. me because I'm already annoyed by everybody so like <laughs> oh if God. I see you <laughs> no like if I see you and I see you're doing the most I'll already be annoyed yeah. random people just like I'm just annoyed like I'm yeah. just annoyed permanently so what is it about you that's not making me annoyed, annoyed. like you know so it's kind of like yeah. that's another thing yeah. for me so it's we hit it off it was literally nasty it was like we said hey hi nice to meet you I'm close to Teresa cool and then we met at my house for a life group and literally from that day she basically became my best friend it was like oh. it was like at this moment now yeah. we are sisters it was like <laughs> it was like she stayed at from house this to day like, henceforth from this day henceforth <laughs> what, this is this is what it is yeah. and it was like so natural it was like as if I had known it was as if we were born together like it was yeah. as if I had literally known you my entire life and our right. friendship just progressed and that everybody was like why are you guys friends um, yeah. what are you guys you know how smelly you have to be to, to ask, ask somebody why somebody, why why somebody is their friend what's wrong with you that stinks that's disgusting yeah that's... people come ask me so is that your best friend really? that stinks yeah what you now yeah like literally like <laughs> what's it to you like why okay yeah it used to be however though obviously we had because we're human beings we had some turbulence in our relationship right. but what i wanted to bring up is in that moment of turbulence right because there was a moment where we stopped talking we kind of separated and yeah. obviously <laughs> obviously we got back. back together we stronger than ever baby oh we back and we better <laughs> yes right forever and ever anyway. <laughs> um, in that moment of turbulence where you're like because i know for me i really really struggled because i was like but god this doesn't make sense like it was like there's no closure like how is this did i make a mistake you know what i mean because you're just like 
Me and this girl were one. What do you mean? Like, did, like, why did this happen? Was she not meant to be in my life? And I know they say, like, some people are meant to be in your life for a season. I'm like, this ain't no seasonal friendship. A reason friendship. or a lifetime. A lifetime. I was like, this ain't no seasonal friendship. This ain't no reasonal. So, no. And I was like, like, I didn't have closure. So, I just didn't understand. And for me, because I never attributed purpose or, mm-hmm. like, in, maybe intentionality to friendships, mm-hmm. I, just kinda, I just kind of waited I go in and out through life and just meet people in relationships and sometimes they come, sometimes they go, da, da, yeah. da. and I don't, I'm not fussy about it, mm-hmm. um, but this one I was fussy about because yeah. I was really like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I've never, like I've never had anybody this close to me ever. I've never had anybody who was so similar to me. I've never had anybody who challenged, like it was just like, mm-hmm. no. So in that, in that time, I, I always used to question God like, are we still supposed to be friends? Like, are like, but did you ever have? Basically, my question is: in your actual friendships right now, when you go through turbulent time, do you think ah, maybe this person we're not supposed to be friends, or do you just know like this is just a part of life? Like, we're we're more friends. We're gonna always be friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's definitely. Um, I never. Yeah, I don't ever have that like, oh, this is maybe we're supposed to be friends type thing. I honestly believe one thing that I live by is that we don't meet people. Like, there's no coincidence in God. Mm-hmm. We don't meet people by accident. Things mm-hmm. don't happen by accident. I don't believe in coincidence when it comes to God. Mm-hmm. Especially, like the Bible says, the steps of the righteous are ordered, mm-hmm. right? So I always take something as, especially when you meet people like God, I... Ooh, I, I just see God as a person who is kind of like me, but not really. <laughs> to the point where, like, why would he, like, waste my time investing into somebody and something yeah. just to, like, not, like, he wouldn't do yeah, that. exactly. Right? So, um, I never, ever have that, like, oh, no, I did a wrong thing or I made a wrong move or I forced it or anything like that. Or I just feel like, okay, this is what happened and then our human nature should have, like, sort of... In, infiltrated into it like yeah. it's kind of like you know perfect will accept that kind of stuff oh, so it's like yeah. okay the perfect will of god was like okay this friendship or this union or this relationship mm-hmm. but then the humanness of us like messed, with messed it. it up and yeah. obviously god being god he has to let it go because that's mm-hmm. not only romantic like think mm-hmm. about it right mm-hmm. so god being god it's like oh well you guys have dominion so here you go mm-hmm. but like it's now you're not operating in the fullness mm-hmm. of what heaven intended for you you're not operating in the fullness you're not going to enjoy the benefit of having this friend that i put or this person that i put in your life for this reason because of your human nature be it pride be it whatever mm-hmm. that is allowing you guys to separate but mm-hmm. if that's what you want okay, okay we'll find yeah. another surface level friend like <laughs> fine so um that's usually how i see things whenever yeah. i have turbulence in relationship and that's why now which i actually learned a lot from our relationship mm-hmm. is like it's not hard for me to reconcile mm-hmm. As much anymore because before I'd just be like, ah, whatever, you know, yeah. no emotions. So I'd just be like, ah, whatever. Comes and goes, and just move on, right? And just go back to being alone. But like now it's easier for me to like reconcile because, like, oh, if this is what God wanted, am I really gonna let pride or am I really gonna let like a little hurt or a little uh-huh. offense stand in between this, right? Uh-huh. So that's kind of like where I'm at with that. Yeah, and like you know, the relationships that are worth it, right? Right. Like, it always goes back to that. So, I mean, for me, um, it, let's say I'm going through, like, a little thing with my friend, right? Yeah. For instance, like, I will never be in a position where I'll be like, yeah, I'm not, like, I'm dipping. Yeah. Maybe I will have a little issue, like, trying to communicate effectively. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're, we're changing that, right? Yeah. But definitely, like, if I know that it's worth it, I'll, I'm not going to, like, give up easy because I know there's, like, a reason why mm-hmm. we're connected. And, like, I understand that, like, 
relationships go through seasons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As we're growing Mm -hmm. as individuals, like we're also growing in our friendships. Right. The way we are today at our age, it might not, it's definitely not going to be the same in like five years Mm -hmm. or when we're in different stages of our life. So Mm -hmm. we have to be able to adapt to like those different things. And it takes work, like Mm -hmm. honestly. But Mm -hmm. if you know that that relationship is God and it's worth it, then you just. Yeah. Like even just going off of that, like even when we sort of parted ways it was never like a beef thing for me like i never had a point where like people would bring up your name and stuff i'd be like oh yeah she's she's doing good i wouldn't even say like oh we don't talk anymore like because like, i would just be like oh like yeah she's doing good you should reach out to her if you if you want to talk to her like yeah reach out to her check up on her like you could never ever well in this city you never know but you can never ever hear that i would be like talking bad about you because you didn't do me wrong and then it's like i think i even texted you once or you texted me or something i'm like, yeah, used to, like you're still, gonna be yeah, in my wedding to, like still keep up i will have dreams about this guy said god let him like, go now i don't know yeah whether you like it or not you're gonna be in my wedding so um yeah. just you know get ready to show up that day then you can disappear again but just know that you're in this yeah. <laughs> like you know so yeah it's 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 not even like a, a beef thing or it's not uh-huh. even like a, oh this is person is not my friend it's kind of like Esther said like we just grow in our friendships we grow as a person we grow in our relationships and it's like okay I know the purpose of this it may come back it may not come back but then uh-huh. you know that it's like oh it's human it's not like God uh-huh. that's you know so. one thing I'm realizing about myself and like my purpose and all this stuff which the hard pill to swallow is I am not supposed to be surrounded by a lot of people. Mm. Um, I don't think, uh, although I'm a very friendly person mm-hmm. and, and I can definitely be that person for a lot of people, I don't That's think good. I'm supposed to mm-hmm. um, have a number of friends. Yeah. Um, so that was really, really tough for me to really accept because I, it was just like, oh, but but I'm bored or I'm lonely and I'm da 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 da. Right? So it's like, in terms of since I think all of us are saying we don't have a lot of friends, we don't have a lot of friends. <laughs> and to to explain to somebody who, because because it was really a, a tough season for me, feeling like why am I not making friends? Why are my connections not sticking? Why you know what I mean? Like I would I would be that person. Like I would be the girl that's like, oh, if you're crying, I'm there for you. I'm at your house. And it's like I would sit and wait, and I would like stub my toe, and the person would be like, oh, okay, and, oh. and I'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> so it's like I was constantly. Like yeah. cert, like it's like an insecurity, right? Yeah. It's like oh, I'm giving, I'm giving. Yeah. Like who's 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 gonna be who's my friend? Who's yeah. gonna be my friend? Uh, and then I'm realizing, close. First of all, you are such a giver that like you literally can't afford this. Like yeah. even if one of those people decided to stay in your life, yeah. that can't be a friendship you can have. Yeah. Like you need givers, otherwise you're they'll be doing you yeah. well. <laughs> like they will literally, because I'm literally that person. Like mm-hmm. you, I will, I will literally like. For the people that I love, the yeah. people that I consider my family, like do anything. I will do anything. Mm-hmm. So, but it's like coming to coming to an understanding. What would you guys have to say to people that is like, hey, if you're if you're noticing right now that you're not having a lot of friends, maybe the friends you graduated high school mm-hmm. with or the friends you went through university yeah. with, you're not really talking to them anymore. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're changing. Maybe you're changing. What comfort will you give them to say it's okay not to have a lot of friends? Right. I'm not saying go and be. I'm cutting you off, I'm cutting you off, I don't have friends, I don't have friends, da-da-da, right? But just to create some form of peace, because Mm -hmm. I always used to think, okay, maybe it's me, maybe Mm -hmm. I have a problem, maybe there's something going on, which to a certain extent there was, but 
now that that's been fixed and I'm realizing, oh, this is actually God, you're doing this, yeah. right? So what would you say to those people in, in, in that like lonely quote unquote season? Yeah. Um, I think it just, and, and it always comes back to knowing yourself. It's so funny. <laughs> um, and I guess that's why everyone's always like, discover your purpose, discover yourself. Cause that's really like the foundation for everything. And just like you said, you've noticed or you've come to the realization that part of your purpose is you're not meant to have a lot of people Mm -hmm. and i think um one thing that's overlooked in christendom (laughs) is the fact that (laughs) that um there's such thing as being set apart Mm -hmm. and when you are set apart it's it's like it's not like oh i'm here and you guys are over there (laughs) it's just like it's like you're set apart for the master's use like one thing that i had to come to realize with in this life is like all of this is great us being friends it's half it's nice we have a podcast you being made having a whole husband having a great job all of that me in ministry it's great but like the sole reason why we were here the only reason why that god even made us he just gave us all these extra things just to make it a little bit manageable like just manage it you know but like the reason you are existing is to worship glorify god and help fulfill the mandate and his purpose for humanity so you are a part of a greater larger scheme like it's not about you and your friends and your husband and your family and if no one gives a crap (laughs) what it's about is i want to dwell with my people i want to restore my intent for god uh, for for humans and me uh-huh. which was ruined through the devil and sin and i'm going to make people so that we can go through the reconciliation process what we read in the bible is the reconciliation process but it's the beginning we are still part of the reconciliation process because there's still people unsaved so you giving your life to christ is adding yourself to the bible it's just not written yourself to the bible yeah. and and in, in times to come people will write and and people will read about mm-hmm. all the great things that we did yeah, in our time but you're just adding yourself to the bible as part of the, the reconciliation story, story. Yeah. so once you get that in your mind <laughs> and you realize that okay i'm not that great i ain't important mm-hmm. and you know that okay my life is devoted to christ and i'm so happy that he's given me all these things that's number one mm-hmm. then you identify yourself who you are your purpose because it always comes back to the reconciliation story so what part do i play in this story and once you discover that part you see that okay i'm set apart for the master's use and in certain seasons that means i need to be withdrawn i can't be everywhere doing everything i can't have a hundred people around me because maybe i can't handle that maybe it'll be a distraction maybe i'll find myself like focused on other things this which will delay the process and the plan god has for me as part of the reconciliation story right so there's certain seasons that yes they probably will be lonely i've had many of them <laughs> there will be very very lonely where you it's just you and god and a one two people you have to be comfortable in your skin comfortable in yourself my friend pull up netflix <laughs> and chill <laughs> like 
Netflix and chill and be happy in that. But that you will only ha- find joy in that if you really know yourself and you know where you're going and you know what you're here for. If you don't have the awareness and the revelation of all these things, you're gonna think that okay, I don't know what's wrong with me. It's something wrong. But ha- understanding yourself and knowing purpose just gives you a peace that surpasses all because it creates a lane for you. So it's just like oh okay cool like. This is one of those seasons. And another season, I'll be able to. Like, right now, in this season I'm in, I'm mad busy. Like, I just know that ain't no friendship going on. Ain't no hangouts. Ain't no, I have to book in advance. <laughs> Even today, we had to book in advance just to go hang out and eat sushi. But in a different season, I will be resting. I will be chilling. I will be chilling. Like, you know, so you need to know and understand that and be okay with that. And then again, like we've been saying, surround yourself with people that not only like you but understand your purpose because if they understand your purpose they won't be offended when you can't show up yeah they won't be offended when you can't show up because they know that where this person is going in this season there's a sacrifice and that is a relationship is about sacrifice so I need to sacrifice the proximity and the time right now because I believe in your purpose knowing that when my time comes You'll Thank be able you. to do the same thing. I like you a lot. Right? I like you a lot. <laughs> I like you a lot. And that is why I'm stingy with friendships. Because it's not enough to just, oh, let's go shopping. Which is, there's nothing wrong with. No, of course, fun. let's definitely go shopping. But, but it's not enough to just yeah. connect over shopping. Mm-hmm. Or connect over boys. Mm-hmm. Or connect over things that we like. But it goes deeper than that. Mm-hmm. If we're doing life together, we're doing life together. You are automatically taking on what I'm called to do and I'm automatically taking on when you're called to do. Esther has reached out to me and so you have even said before, like if you need help with sassy and safe stuff, holla at me because I know you're busy right now. Uh-huh. Those are the people I want around me, not the people that are just gonna watch and be like, you see, she thought she was gonna sassy and safe, she fell off and da 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 or don't even mention it at all. If for her to say that, for you to say that means you believe in my purpose. Uh-huh. So even when I don't have the strength to believe in my purpose or even when I forget or even when I'm feeling insecure or whatever it is about my purpose you say no there's an anointing yeah. on your life. life you go out there because yeah. the reconciliation plan yeah right so it all comes back down to that and yeah. and and choosing and knowing yourself and surrounding yourself with the right people it's not even if you have bare people around you and they can't do anything for you it yeah. doesn't make sense like it's like what is the what what actually is the game yeah. if i have 30,000 names in my phone but I can't like you said call them when something when it comes down to an emergency or anything like that so enjoy your company eh? know yourself enjoy your I'm holding my ear yes I see but know yourself enjoy your company understand who you are and from there and another thing is pray for godly friendships and from there you will be grounded and know how to move forward. That's my answer. You are so fantastic. (laughs) I love you so much. And it's so crazy. You know, this particular moment brings me back to, you know, this girl that we see here, this like firecracker, this I'm so passionate. You know, you almost stopped. Do you remember that? Yeah, I know. Yeah. My phone. Fo- I'll never forget because you you had called me. Somebody mm-hmm. had re- you 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 were basically just really really discouraged. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had called me. I was coming back from work. My phone was on one percent, and it lasted for it so lasted long. It lasted for like an hour. I was on the phone with her, encouraging her. I was like Teresa. Gangsters are messaging you saying, what about your devotion thingy? Like, <laughs> what about your Bible thingy? Like, yeah. Teresa, you, the world needs this. Like, mm-hmm. da, 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 da. like, literally just there. And it's so crazy because, like, if you, 
if that if if the enemy had gotten you then mm-hmm. like because you haven't you haven't had the podcast though no I, you I, were doing that was when i was Instagram still understanding yeah. and trying to figure out my purpose am i called am i not yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so it's so crazy like literally like it's so it's so fascinating seeing you now mm-hmm. being so like and it's like oh my god the devil is a liar he's yeah. a thief he's a killer because if you had if you had believed that lie yeah that you're not supposed to be doing this and you're doing too much and you need to chill and uh-huh. do it. if you had believed that like you i don't even know what you'd be doing right now exactly somewhere just you don't I always say just selling hot dogs outside canadian no, tire sorry, <laughs> that's I, my default serving poutine at montreal, that's when you know like i'm just let me put that disclaimer out there if you ever see me selling hot dogs outside oh Canadian Tire, you know that it's done for me. It's done for me. That's, that's how you know. Because that's my default. I always say it. That's my default. Once yeah. I'm there, you know that it's done for me. Just So <laughs> it's, it's so important for you for, to have friends that are true and honest. Exactly. And a whole bunch of things. And even with you saying that, like... The fact that you were in my life at that time. That's why I said there's no coincidence in God. Because if you were not in my life at that time, who would have spoke that life into me? You that means that you there was no podcast, like you said. I was what doing a blog and speaking on Instagram. Instagram. So you saw the purpose before me. Yeah, and that's the difference. Everybody knows they used to call her uh it's social media ministry. Yeah, social like, media ministry. Not on a pulpit. Yeah, it's social media ministry. It's I'm, not I'm not on a pulpit. Every, her and her dog are doing and social I'm, media ministry. Yeah, obsessed with social media ministry. So stupid. And exactly. Me, I was like, but she's preaching the gospel. What are you doing? You're not yeah. preaching the gospel. Like she's talking. It's scarier in church. It's easy. Like you, you have Christians that are coming to church. Exactly. Like it makes sense. They love God already. They love God already. <laughs> they're here they for. They want to hear for it. Social media people will unfollow you. People will block yeah. you. Yeah. Like people will come in your inbox and tell you. That's why I was like when she even told, like, asked me to do this. But I said I don't want anybody in my inbox <laughs> asking me anything. Like I'm not there spiritually. I will cuss you out. Like yeah. I'm not there. I don't want fame. I don't. I don't care for it. Like mm-hmm. so. But it's so fascinating. Yeah, but it's interesting though what you were saying because like Hosi, um, you know how you were saying that you feel like you're not called to like. Be surrounded by a lot of people mm-hmm. i feel like naturally like correct me if i'm wrong i feel like you're a people person mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and on the other hand i'm not a people person mm-hmm. and i don't think teresa is a people but i feel like if you're not, i i personally feel like i'm called to like be surrounded by a lot of people but i don't i don't i don't, I don't, I don't that's crazy <laughs> Oh, but my you God. know what? Me too. It's, just about it's awful. The people <laughs> that are like, yeah. It's <laughs> so awful. it goes like back to understanding like your why, and I, yeah. I feel like right now I'm going through a lonely season, but mm-hmm. I don't really mind because I like it. Yeah. You know, but I definitely feel like it's preparing me for a season where I'm going to have to be able to be around people, not because they're necessarily going to be my friend, but there's going to be a reason why they will be connected to me, and I'm going to have to accept that, okay, like, I need to be connected to this person because X, Y, and Z, Mm -hmm. right? So, yeah, just understand who you are, know who you are, and, like, why are you lonely? Please, like, explain Mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. Uh, Because, you know, sometimes (laughs) I, I think it's a, it's you get you get bored. You want someone to share your your heart with. And but yeah, it depends on your personality. Depends on your personality. Right? Yeah, I think for me it was it was it was tough to accept for a while, um, because like I said, like I was always constantly giving, and I just felt yeah. like 
in the world where I came from, because obviously I came from high school in Waterloo, which is like a small city, everyone's friendly, everybody knows everybody, like, you know, whatever, to like big city Ottawa with a lot of black people, a lot of Africans, da da da. So, like, I came with like my small city white people mentality to this big city, city black people and I was just like what's happening why are you guys so weird like I was like if I'm nice to you you should be nice back <laughs> but I was like being nice to people and they're like she's fake and I'm like I don't what what's happening like I was, I was just like I was like, I, mean, I don't. What's happening here? Like, what's actually? I, I was like, what is the city? This is such a weird. Black place. people are toxic. That's it. I think you you have to be intentional. It's another thing where you have to be intentional. Like 
you actually have to go out and seek friendship if that's what you want. That's a lot. Oh my if God. that's what you want, you have to go How out and seek that? things. What does that, what does that mean? Well, for... Well, for me, I can't say for me because I don't do that. But <laughs> but I would think just putting yourself in social circles, and I think there's like such a tab- taboo of of like, okay, I go to work and go to church. Okay, you're trying to make new friends, you're trying to connect with people. But there's such a taboo in like visiting churches. Apparently, like oh, you yeah. can't like visit other churches. But like, um, I have friends in the city or one that go to other churches yeah. and like we meet up and we hang out i have like a lunch day planned with them as well there you go. in two weeks or next week one of those see you guys it's normal that's normal behavior Be in two weeks or next week yeah. where we're coming together to just catch up and stuff yeah. so that's what you have to do like you have to just not confine yourself to one bubble and to one circle you mm-hmm. need to actually actively be intentional about making friends making mm-hmm. friends it's, it's a task mm-hmm. to be honest yeah, you is. have to get to know the person then peel layer after layer and all of that and that's why there's levels of access you have yeah. to know how deep to go with in each friendship and all yeah. that but which we won't get into but being intentional about making friends so I have other friends outside my church that are my friends. I can hang out with them, and I even like it. I prefer it because mm-hmm. I get pers- different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Like if we're on the same community, on the same culture, so we all think the same. Yeah. yeah, but then I meet with other people, and then I balance. So even when we talk about the word, it's like, oh, that's your revelation. That's so different than what we yeah. all think over here. Mm-hmm. And then and, and that's what grows you. Yeah. Like if, if we say all the time that if you're stagnant, you don't grow. Why do we think that being in the same environment for the same amount of years with the same, same people, people doing the same, same thing, thing is equal to growth? It doesn't make yeah, sense. So sense. that that cannot that can never be the way God intended church to be because yeah. you can't you can't grow there. Yeah. You can't not to say that you should go hop 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 to every single church. Obviously, you can be planted Why? somewhere. Don't be dumb now. Yeah. You, you can definitely be planted somewhere, but. Uh, I've been actually studying the early church this whole month and you would see it's a community of believers would gather that's the word that's the language that was used in the Bible the community of believers the community of believers if we're all believers and we gather that's the community of the believer that is the church the church is the community of believers Which means that it doesn't only mean the community of believers over here. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say, oh, these community of believers and these, these community, community of believers. And they, no. it says the community of believers yeah. as a collective would gather. And then we would see the power of God move. And then they would see the spirit of God move. Mm-hmm. And so being intentional about making friends with other people that are just mm-hmm. Christian. And make, making friends with other people that are even not. I don't know if that floats your boy, floats mine. But like, <laughs> that are not Christians. Know your and, church. Yeah. <laughs> and being able to, to do that. I think that's how you would you would make friends but um i really wanted to just quickly go back to what esther was saying about um being called to a lot of people that is my story unfortunately oh, you are. Uh, unfortunately huh so it's opposites here yeah that's I, god is so beautiful and that's how god does that it's a little messy he'd be a little whatever messy, your weakness is that's where he'll call you so that you need him. him it's like um paul being called to the jews Gen- and peter peter one of them called to the gentiles Tells peter, peter to, to, the jews. to the jews or something like that yes because yeah be reading yeah mm-hmm. so whatever your weakness is is where he'll call you so now i'm in a position and even further transitioning to places where i need to be like people but like i literally got called into a meeting by my spiritual head who was like yeah you need to be friendly <laughs> i was like oh really wow yeah, yeah, like literally having him tell me like, okay, you need to be friendly. You need to show love. 
people think you're mean. <laughs> you need to work on all these things. You don't say. And it's just like but did you know that you knew that. Though? Yeah, but like I was comfortable. <laughs> I don't mind. I like how I am. I like how I, like how I am. <laughs> I like how I am. But it's like, oh no, you can't because now you're in a position where you can't afford to be that. So bring yeah. it down. Go. And now I have to be all smelly. And it's like, okay, I have to go out and be like, oh, hi. hi I like your shoes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um, like you know, it's so interesting. I was listening to uh, Jackie Hill, and is that conflict of interest? Somebody else's podcast? No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Was, we was, celebrate the community celebrate of believers. Community. But yeah, I was listening to their podcast, and obviously Jackie Hill. If you know her, Jackie Hill Perry. Um, she's extremely introverted and her mm-hmm. husband Preston Perry he's extremely extroverted mm-hmm. so he will like literally go to the streets and just talk to strangers yeah. and be like hey guys yeah. apologetics which is like kind of like me yeah. where she's just like dumb absolutely yeah. not yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> not yeah but at the end of the day like we're all called to um, share the gospel now it doesn't have to look the same it's uh-huh. not that it's not that you as an introvert now you have to go out to the street and hand out tracks and just be dying and just be like I'm going to die I'm yeah. going to die like God wouldn't God want that for you right mm-hmm. but it's like for instance um, I'm not the, I don't like people in my house I'm not like I, I like people in my house for a reason mm-hmm. I like game nights mm-hmm. that's about it to be honest I like worship night I don't like oh yeah just come over mm-hmm. just uh, come over and chill mm-hmm. like I, that's not but I will come and chat with you and da 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 but there's somebody who's like hospitality. Like the way you people talk about all the food you have to cook and all the this you have to, I'm just like, that is, I'm, who, I'm not always doing that. Like, <laughs> like that's not my calling. I, would, I can't be PPA. You have to train, you have to give, pray for me for grace yeah. and train me because mm-hmm. that's not, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. So, but it's like, it's like I, I'm equipped to do this thing and then bring like, now I pass the baton on to you and mm-hmm. you you will now be hospitable and you help mm-hmm. the new believer feel the love and, mm-hmm. and then they'll get over to somebody else and they'll feel the blah 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 right. blah right but basically what they were talking about is in the event that they have to go out mm-hmm. um, to evangelize she will take an extroverted person with her because mm-hmm. she's introverted so it's like in the event of like well obviously we're not in the same social circle but like mm-hmm. if you I think if I was with you being like, hey, da 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 I think it would be easier for yeah, you definitely. to be like, hey, da 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 So I think that that's probably something you guys could... The two of you. Yeah. Look into it. <laughs> <laughs> Not an extrovert to hang out with. Marry an extrovert, Esther. <laughs> oh, I will. You can't... You're going to marry an extrovert? Yeah, I, I have to. So. Can you imagine? Do it? Nah, I can't Not marry an extroverted, extroverted man. <laughs> no, but there's extroverted and there's extroverted. Yeah. Like, nah. There's Name me one good extroverted man. Can't. There's a few. Exactly. That's my idea. It's of, like both. Yeah. yeah but that's exactly. that's who I, I feel like. I just need somebody who's like a people person. Yeah, yeah. People person. Yeah. Because extroverted man. <laughs> yeah, you need a, 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 a people person. I can't. I'll be yelling. You be yelling too. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, but that's because you're extroverted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I think. I can be very quiet, and when I see men that are just talking too much, yeah, I, I can't believe it. Like, I can't believe <laughs> yeah, it. Like, why are you gossiping? I, 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 like, I can't believe it. It's so ill, yeah. so because I feel like, not to, like, do gender roles or whatever, but I feel like it's all it's more natural in my head for a woman to be like that. It's more yeah. natural for a woman to be like, let's go to the bathroom together. But you, as a man, you want to be talking too Why are you talking too much? I just chill. Like, I can't. I can't. I'm not a fan of extroverted men. But anyways, yeah, friendship. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for me in these streets. I don't, I don't, 
I don't want to say I don't have no friends because I used to say I don't have any friends and all the people that were around me were like, um, okay. Yeah, I'm about to lose the friends. Yeah, literally, yeah, literally, I'm about to lose the friends I ain't got. But it, it, at the end of the day, it literally comes down to like, well, when the chips are down, I can't call you. Yeah. So, but that's that's another thing. Like, there's different types of friendships. Though. Yeah, exactly. You know? So you need that person who you're just gonna go shopping with, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, you just have a good time. Yeah. And then you need that person who you can call when you know things are really bad. Exactly. So just, yeah, nurturing those different relationships. Yeah. Wow. Such an interesting topic. It is an interesting topic. It's a big one, but it's it's necessary, and I think it's just so important. Like. The more that I grow up, the more I realize how much I need people. I think Esther said this in an episode before, like, she thinks that she doesn't need people. I used to kind of think like that, too, but, like, the more I grow older, I'm like, dang, you need people, fam. Like, you need people. You need people. Do you feel like you got... Do you think... Do you feel like the friends you have around you fulfill all your needs right now, if that makes sense? I do. Oh, word. Yeah. So you're good. You're set. You're not yeah, making like, new friends. Nah. Oh, like, in my, oh, like, in my sorry, life. Sorry, guys. Applications are <laughs> In my life. She's not taking any more. She's not doing any in more. My, my favorite color is blue. Yeah. She's not, she's not no, no more talking stages. stage. She's not taking on any new friends. Sorry. Yeah. We're filled up. Yeah, I definitely feel like everybody in my life plays a purpose, plays a role, and it fits and identifies like a need and in the same way I do the same thing for them so oh, wow. yeah for, for now, now exactly I'm lacking I really feel like I need a marriage friend mm. like oh my god Esther that's all you sis get to it fulfill the need I can't wait till y'all get married. Let it be according to your faith. Those conversations. Like, then the podcast yeah. will go to a different level, eh? Whoa, that'd be no. But I, it's it's scary. You know what? When you get married, there's a there's a secret married club <laughs> where everybody knows everybody that's married knows the nonsense they're going through. <laughs> but you just look at single people and you're like, no, marriage is it's <laughs> so you know, it's great. It's a great time. Or Marriage is hard, though. You know, it's not what you guys are thinking it is. It's really... But you don't tell... You don't ever go into depth. Like, yeah. you just keep it there. You yeah. just keep it, like, mysterious. Don't worry. When you get married, you know, it's going to be so different than what you think. Don't yeah. worry. But everybody that's married knows, knows that this is not a game. <laughs> yeah. This is not for the faint of heart. Yeah. This is not for the faint of heart. The other day, what were we arguing about? What were we arguing about? We're arguing about me going to class. And it literally was like, oh, okay, we need to see a pastor. Like, it, it was like, it was like something as, as like insignificant. No, there was one. There was one that was extremely insignificant. What was it? There was something so, it was like maybe bread. I don't know. There was something. No, I, I was stewing for like weeks because of uh, food. Because I felt, because I live with a guy. So he eat like a guy. And I was just like, I don't eat like a guy but I'm hungry, so it was good. Like, and I was stewing for a while, and I was like, oh my God, no, I need marriage friends. Like, I'm not, there's no way I'm gonna tell Teresa, like, this man just ate all the food in the house. Like, she's not gonna get it. She's gonna think, yeah. Just cooking it. Yeah, just cooking it. Yeah, but it's like, nah, okay. I need a married friend. I need a married friend. I need a married friend. But I think also, I need a married friend. I think also I'm in the stage in my life where like, I, I need a mentor. Like, I feel like, mm-hmm. I don't know what to do with all my spiritual gifts. And I know you keep on telling me what to do with them, but it's not resonating the way I think it should resonate because mm-hmm. I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what to do with them. Like, I was explaining to my friend at school, I don't want to say like my atheist friend, but like, 
for the sake of lack of category, I guess my atheist friend, like, my spiritual gifts. And I was like, you know, it's kind of like, um, it's not, it's not, it's not really divination, but it's, it's kind of, you know how people can, like, read, ter- I was trying to, I was trying to explain prophecy, but then it was coming off really bad. And I was like, yeah, I yeah, imagined no, that would yeah, come off a little was, bad. Yeah, I was like. She's probably like, oh, this girl's like, nuts. Yeah. yeah. She was like, oh, after so this like class, psychic. I'm not going to see her again. Yeah. So I was basically trying to tell her how I'm a Christian psychic, and, but it's like the devil is twisting it for psychic use, but it's actually like, and I was like, sometimes I can know something about someone and like be led to help them or pray for them. But it's hard to explain spiritual things in a way that doesn't make you sound crazy. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I need... I'm, I need guidance. <laughs> I, need, I need to be put together. Like you will sound crazy, you know. Yeah, um, I sound crazy. I was studying revivalists, and Evan Roberts. He's a revivalist. I posted it. He was like 15 when he realized he was a revivalist, and he started praying for 11 years for the same thing. Which wow. And he would pray so much in the night that his landlady kicked him out of the house because she thought he was mad. Yeah. Yeah, so you're going to look crazy, sis. Yeah. So, but it's like, okay, God, I need someone around me to, like, affirm that I'm not crazy. And I, I can see the, rela- like, I think he has given me someone and I see the relationship starting to form. I want it to form in the way that I want it to form. So, you know, that lack of control, Ooh. that control thing, I got to gotta work on that. Yeah. Because, you know the person is not doing it the way I want them to do it but I I I need help I need help how did you guys transition from like I'm saved now guys friendships (laughs) see that's the thing or do you still have like (laughs) no the thing is I feel like okay that I I feel like I have an interesting perspective on relationships right because like the thing is before I didn't even nurture relationships but once I got saved, I understood that I need relationships. So, like, that was a different type of transition for me. Mm. Yeah, friends that I had in the world, it was just kind of like a normal, like, okay. Like, we drifted apart, I guess. Like, it wasn't a thing where it was, like, because we weren't, like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, I guess for me, it was, like, the opposite. It was, like, now that, you know, like, I got saved, I was, like, oh, like, actually, it took me some time, even, like, after I got saved. It was, like, maybe two years ago that I understood that I actually need to build relationships with people so yeah the transition was is very interesting because i'm still trying to you know build new relationships and like christ-like relationships and understanding why it's important to have relationships but um yeah i don't know what do you think how did you i feel like you were like um bye yeah and also i i feel like i'm i've always been so like bold with my faith mm-hmm. that you just remove yourself like you know it's kind of like like in like my this? no in my life that's oh what happens God. to me like people just remove themselves because they know that they can't people repellent it's true it's true oh i think God. i don't it's like i just put forth a standard <laughs> oh that is God. so unattainable oh that if you can't live up to it yeah that's right. why I used to be afraid to be your exactly. friend. <laughs> if you can't live up to it, you'll be intimidated. You'll just repel yourself because oh. like, oh, I don't, you know. And it's not the greatest, but it's not the worst either. Because <laughs> it really has saved me in life. I don't have to do, like. Oh there's certain things God. I don't deal with. I said it in the red, yellow, green episode. And there's certain guys I don't deal with. Do there's certain things that I don't deal with because it's like, oh, okay. 
Like, mm. Move yourself. <laughs> so you just remove yourself. So it's like, yeah, even when I was still trying to figure out my call, what I'm supposed to do, how I'm supposed to use my gifts and everything, I was still preaching Jesus on Instagram, mm-hmm. still preaching Jesus, still sharing, still. So it's like, oh, she's like saved now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they just re- repelled themselves. They just like removed themselves. So yeah. it was never really a difficult transition. I think the only part was like in real life in um, university, because I was in university first or second year so it's like oh like sorry I would like go to school and I'd be there all day because I was a commuter student so I would go to school go to school and um, people would be there and they'd just be talking about like wild stuff and it's just like whoa (laughs) they'll be like oh yeah you know I was at a party and I went home with this guy and I got my back blown out by like three guys I'm just like Okay, You're I'm like, like, oh, okay, okay, oh my god, oh my god. Oh my god. So, so I'd just be like, oh my god, oh my god. Like, things like that. So, um, in real life, it was very difficult at first. Mm-hmm. But then, when they started noticing that, like, I just wasn't talking. Oh. And then they would see on my Instagram that it's like, oh, she's, oh, that's why she's not talking. Together. Yeah. And then they just, like, left. Yeah, so I was just... Doing my own thing, hey. But their friends in the church are not easy to make either, though. They're not, which not is because, weird. Yeah, no, I got you. I ooh, this, I, this is this is my I ooh. <laughs> this is your moment. This Come is on. my moment. Come this on, girl. My, this is my because listen, I used to uh when oh I don't want to name names. <laughs> Maybe I should. Like when I when I first gave my life to Christ, like seriously, seriously, well, at least in university, like when I basically rededicated my life back to Christ, it was like you know, like all of us, and we're just like, oh my God, like I love Jesus, you love Jesus too, yeah. we all love Jesus, let's love Jesus together, and then um, it wasn't happening like that. <laughs> so it's like, why, why are you people not loving Jesus with me? Mm-hmm. Like. I don't know. I, I found I've actually found it harder to make friends in the church. Like literally, Definitely. I went to Costco yesterday and I struck up a conversation with the cashier guy. Like <laughs> literally, I was just talking to him. We're having a nice chat. Like I'm like, this is why is this so hard? Like first of all, depending on the church you go to, when you walk in, everybody's face is just angry. Everyone's just squeezing face. Everybody's just here to give God their burdens. They're not here for nothing. They have burdens. They're upset. They want to cry it out. Da, da, da. So you're just like, ah, whatever. And then it's like, if you if you are seeing people, it's like, welcome. Have you joined this ministry? Have you joined this system? Da, 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 da. And this is like literally something I'm currently, I'm just like, I don't know how to be y'all's friends. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to come across like, I don't know how to be like, my friends are superior. But it's like, actually, actually, because I'm an outspoken, I'm an outgoing person. Mm-hmm. I can make friends easily. So for me, not to be able to make friends easily is a problem. Mm-hmm. So for somebody that, and that's why I target people in the back of the church, because I know you are, it's so hard for you because mm-hmm. who do you talk to? How do you find someone genuine? How do you find someone trustworthy? How do you find someone, da, 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 all these things? I feel like I don't want us to go around and around and around mm-hmm. in circles. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, for real, for real, like I really, really struggled. And, and, and the friendship that I thought I had made were really, really fickle. And when like the smallest wind of life, like not even a real wind, a rumor of a wind, <laughs> literally a rumor of a wind. Like the, fr- the thing that ended a majority of my friendships was literally a rumor. And I was just like, 
But I was I came to defend myself and I was like, but it's not true. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we know it's not true, but like we can't. There was like it was like a thing of like association. Like you need to be associated with the best. And I think that's wow. that's a thing in church where it's like only be around holy people and if everyone's thinking you're not holy then i don't want to be your unholy friend because then people are going to think i'm not holy and it's a it's a perception thing in the church it's not a perception thing anywhere else because i i i always end up being friends with the outcasts exactly you you like like the new people the fresh blood i like the outcasts the people that like they're notorious for messing up (laughs) those are my friends that's like it doesn't go because she's like notorious for being you like safe. So that people are like, Yeah. And that's why they think I'm fake. Exactly. Yeah. They they're like, You're notorious for being saved and but all your friends are notorious for messing up, so you're faking it. I said, Okay, I'm faking it. Right. Right. Okay. But like when God is still using me and elevating me and doesn't that show you that no, I'm something not fake. is working right. But okay. Um uh, yeah, I'm like notorious for being friends with the unholy people. So I guess I get exactly what, exactly actually, what you're saying because, yeah, that's that's literally it. So what? So what is somebody to do? Because me, I support me. I just gave up. I said, mm, <coughs> I don't do like you know. But that's not good because it's a community of yeah. believers. A community. For me, I like being friends with the notorious mess up mess uppers because nobody's there for them. You know. That's so I'm I will cry in this episode. Stop. <laughs> no, like nobody's actually there for them. Cause like, okay, they mess up. They come back. They mess up. They come back. And everyone's looking at them. Like you said. Everyone's looking at them like, oh, you're not holy. I can't be friends with you. I can't be friends. With you. Already messing up. You're already dealing with the personal guilt yeah, of messing and shame of messing up. You. you already feel shame to even come into the presence of God. It's yeah. even hard for you to even to even lift your hands or to even pray or to even talk to God because you you feeling you're dealing with such shame of how you can be so unholy talking to a person that's holy and then on top of that you have these people that are murked too just we can't see it also treating you like that obviously that's gonna pull you away obviously that's gonna push you away so that's why it's for me it's it's such a burden of mine to be with the people that mess up the people like the one that has a baby out of wedlock that's my friend that's the person that will be my friend and i will post it for everybody to see that this is my friend (laughs) this is my friend because everyone will be like why are you friends with that person then because they need christ you know and and I, and I guess it also just shows like where we're going as the body of Christ because like that's what Christ did yeah, yeah. he ate with the sinners yeah. yeah he didn't come for the perfect people yeah and it's so easy to say but like damn that's the point that's the point I know it always used to boggle my mind why people who are like pastors and leaders would run away from the unholy The whole point of the shepherd is to find the lost sheep. That's why you're there. The lost 
the don't, last one. Not the sheep. Because if the ones that are gathering, you don't need to find. You they're can already, sleep. They're already there. If yeah. you actually study shepherds, they're already there. They keep with each other. All right. Sheep don't like being lost. They like being together, you know? <laughs> so it, the shepherd's job is not that hard. It's only difficult when... A sheep is lost. A sheep is lost because anything can attack them. So the whole point of the shepherd was to make sure one sheep doesn't get lost. Uh, Yet you, as a shepherd, run from the lost sheep. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So it's tough. And I've been on both sides. I've been the outcast and I've had to be there for the outcast. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what is like, why? Like you guys, because already, like we've discussed, it's not easy to make friends with this economy. Mm-hmm. So if this is my community of believers, y'all, 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 <laughs> y'all. I don't want this community. Can we trade? <laughs> yeah, like can we trade? communities. It's like y'all can't say you don't want to be my friend because it's not even like oh I don't think that we vibe or I don't think that it's like oh no. It's like literally, I I had friendships and they were like yeah we know. It's not true, but everybody thinks it's true. And it's like, yes. um, yeah. like we have a legitimate friendship outside these walls, you know, like mm-hmm. we're friends. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, not anymore. So it's, it's, it's like, but I think that goes back to what we were talking to at the beginning, talking about in the beginning that there are people that want you for access Woo! or their proximity or whatever they think that like you, you can offer them I like you but lot. when the chips are down when I have nothing to offer you mm, are we still friends? friends yeah when it costs you yeah those are the type of people you want around me because yeah. around you because like this is not about what you have to offer this is not mm-hmm. about what I can get at the end of the day whether it's up or down whether they win it or not I need you in my life or I want you in my life. That is covenant relationship. So choose wisely. Are you hearing? So my last question, because I, I also I, I feel like people are going to ask this or think this is we also know the infamous saying of show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, birds are the same feather flock together. Right. So in fairness to people say, okay, well, the girl's having sex. Like, ah, I can't be her friend. Like, what would you say then? Because that's also a valid point. Yeah. That's why. Why are you stressed? Because <laughs> what's happening? Like <laughs> that. Show me your friend, and I, we do this a lot in society, community, and culture. You know, which is important. But like that, like is a man-made ideology and principle. You know. Why like, is that in the? You understand? Nothing like that is on the Bible. Nothing like that. No. Nothing like that. Stay away from the friends. My my son. Blessed are you those that don't walk in the Walk in the counsel of the ungodly, yeah. But like what is ungodly? Let's do that then. Yes, it's if you're inside church. Mm-hmm. We're gonna break things down. We was about to be for one part two. I don't I just asked a question. What's the ungodly then? Is someone that's not that's not doing the most sinly things that's they not ungodly? Like can what well, like what can we describe? Well, okay, first like we have to say what is godly. Exactly, because I feel like when we talk about these things, it's like oh, this person in the church is having sex. Okay, but that's not the only sin. Exactly. Some people lie. Some people gossip. Exactly. With them. Exactly. Is that okay? So what exactly <laughs> is godly? Because it's not me. <laughs> no, but what exactly <laughs> is godly? Like, you know, like blessed are those who walk not in the counsel of the ungodly. Sure, but what is godly? Like what is what does godly look like? 
Is this a, this is a, this is not a this rhetorical. is a real question? This is a real question. Oh, because how I know God, everything that is godly, like Lee, is just it's a like God. Yeah, like God. God-like, so God like. So the character of God that I know mm-hmm. is that He's faithful, mm-hmm. that He's merciful, mm-hmm. that He's forgiving. Oh, okay. So somebody sent when I sin. I know that I can go to God and receive mercy because that's who God is. So God's character is forgiveness and mercy, even in my mess. Yeah. Okay. 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 Now. <laughs> you I know you guys know where I'm going because if that is the case. Okay. And I'm as a Christian follower of Christ, Christian, mm-hmm. Christ I am, Christ like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm gonna go there. Go then there. that only means that I should be merciful, mm-hmm. forgiving to others, and extending grace to others when they also sin. So I don't, I don't get it. Okay. <laughs> I don't get it. Now I understand. That obviously we come together and we join with people and da da da. But like no, because in the Bible, Jesus who died on the cross was hanging out with the sinners. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, it's almost like a society man-made thing that we do, which I, I'm sure is not wrong. There's truth to everything, mm-hmm. but I don't think that could be as absolute and that be that could be the end all be all. Because the Bible also says, "Let your light so shine before men." So that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven. Not our father, your father. Yo, which means that they're not the Bible. That I'm means that they're not believers. Because if they're only my father, I also would say our father, mm. your father in heaven. So that means they're not believers. So I'm letting my light so shine before unbelievers so that they may see how I act and glorify my father. If they glorify my father, I'm calling them in. Mm-hmm. That makes them our father. So I have to be friends with unbelievers. Do I not? Or else I can't fulfill that. Um, I think I think y'all heard. I, I, want, <laughs> I want you guys to, if you are wise, I will rewind. <laughs> oh my gosh. She, she dropped some... Some 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 nuggets. Nuggets. Definitely. Nuggets. nuggets. You guys yes. are a bit dramatic. Definitely some nuggets. So I'll rewind. Get a note get a notebook. Get a pen. Write this down. That's a bit dramatic. But she, she drop some nuggets. With that being said, I think we need to use wisdom. Yes. Yeah. And as we've been saying throughout the episode, we have the spirit of God. We have that added added benefit. And so we can pray and be able to discern why we are connected to certain people. Like you said, Cozy, you have a friend that's an atheist. Your atheist friend. <laughs> Such a bad category, but your atheist friend. She's so great. Like, I mean, that's why I say there's no coincidence in God. You mean in the whole school. Literally, I know. The whole school of all the people that you could have been friends with and connected with. Mm -hmm. God, knowing that you're a Christian, he sent you to an atheist. Like, come on. Mm -hmm. Like, come on. Mm -hmm. You know? She's so So. amazing, too. She's such such a fantastic person. Like, we're so alike. And it's like, oh, my goodness. If this girl, if, if, if there are some people with some personality tests where you're like, ah, if God will arrest you, Mm -hmm. she will, she will kill it in the kingdom. And it's so fascinating to see. I'm not even doing like, I want to preach the gospel yeah, to you. Yeah, do that. No, 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 no. But it's like even just you're letting way, your I'm light shine. shine. Like literally, like mm, I'm not here to 
convince you of anything. Like you know where I stand. I know where you stand. I love you. You know I'm here for you. And she's open. She's she's been vulnerable with me and and opened me and let me into some some very personal things. And it's like I'm trying to be there as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's God's love. Yeah. You know. So it's like it's fantastic. So yeah. And then even I found in my experience, it strengthens your faith almost mm-hmm. when you come across those people because mm-hmm. it's like, wow, you know, God, I was one of them at one point. I could not I see. Agnostic. I was this blind that I, I could not agnostic. see your goodness, but now I can see you in everything and I can see you everywhere. Yeah. And those conversations are the ones that help me because those conversations push me deeper into my word. Like mm-hmm. I always find that when I have a conversation with an unbeliever, like I have a friend who's gay, I never have a conversation with him. It's like, we both know where we stand. It's like, I love you as a person, but I don't agree with what you're doing. He's like, okay, well, I love you as a person, but this is what I'm going to do. And it's like, okay, we both know that you're saying this is what, we're still friends. But Uh like, every time I talk to him, I, and he's like convinced, I don't want to get too into it, that he was born this way and all those Uh things, you know? Uh And it it pushes me more into my word and more into research and more into understanding. And then that that makes me like, oh, I want to see, okay, where is this in the Bible? Is this in the Bible? How does it happen? Okay, this is where it is. What happened? Was it a response to sin? Was it this? Was it like all those things? And it strengthens me as a Christian. So, (laughs) hey. I get this. Ties back to purpose. All your mm-hmm. friendships being tied yeah. back to the purpose. Yeah, I, I I understand this whole show me your friends and I'll show your character thing, but I just don't think it's I don't think it's it's that of as of, of as much importance as we make it out to be. Like I don't think that because of who you hang out with, I can label who you are. I can necessarily Ooh, say who you are. Yeah. I don't. How can Jesus hang out with sinners then? How? He's the holiest of the holiest and he hung out with the one... even going with the sinners. His disciples. Is yeah, his disciples. Because him as his disciples. Exactly. Peter sucked. Judas was like... They all kind of... The one like, that would literally betray him. He was having... Breaking bread with him. He even taught him how to go out and, and, and do all great, wonderful, great things that he did for Christ. That yeah. was his That was his boy. Like, yeah. come on. That was his boy, yeah. You know? So... Yeah. Oh, guys, that was really insightful. Yeah. I really like that. that and I, I hope it'll help somebody. I'm sure it will. I think... Um, I really think that it will help somebody. Um, obviously, adult friendships are difficult to maintain, difficult to create, difficult to nurture. But I think the top three takeaways here are, one, finding the right people, understanding why they're in your life, and then also, which we didn't touch on too much, but I think is important, nurturing your friendships because everything has to be poured into it's like the principle of the seed time and harvest time. You need to sow into anything to help it grow. So those are my closing remarks. What about you guys? I mean, just do you. Relax, breathe, be a normal human being. Like, know yourself and understand yourself. And like, obviously the purpose and the reason why you're connected to the people you're connected to. Mm-hmm. Manage your your relationships accordingly. Like, know how to act depending on the nature of the relationship. That's super important as well. Um, yeah, just go and live your life and it's okay. Like, I believe that as we grow and as we go through different seasons of our lives, like, it's going to come with different people. It's going to come with different connections. So you just need to be able to navigate through these. But yeah, relax. Uh, pray about your friendships. Yeah. I literally sit there and say, God, I want a godly friend who's real, who's funny, who's in the same time situation as me, who's the, like, I'm very specific. Pray about it. That's all I gotta say. Bye! <laughs> <laughs>